0: This is an NAC podcast. to the We Love Canadian Music podcast. I'm your host, NAC Presents executive producer, Heather Gibson. We Love Canadian Music brings you up close and personal interviews with Canadian musicians on far-ranging topics from life on the road to the artists they find most inspiring. Join us every two weeks for a new interview. Okay, so I'm here today with Sarah Bradley, and Sarah, you're from Ottawa.
1: I have lived in Ottawa for about 10 years, but I'm actually from Sudbury.
0: From Sudbury? You know, there's a lot of interesting things in Sudbury. There are. The there art,
1: are. art scene is up and coming. and.
0: What's something that you think people don't know about Sudbury that they should?
1: There is really good food in Sudbury. Like you'd think there's a lot of, there's a lot of chains, like box sure. restaurants when you drive by, but there's actually a big, um, there's a lot of nice restaurants too.
0: Is it um is it ethnic food immigrants? Oh, or yeah. is it
1: there's like Lebanese food and a really good Indian restaurant too. Surpri- so that is surprising. <laughs> I don't think
0: that people would know that about Sudbury. No. I don't think when they think food capitals. I don't think they think Sudbury.
1: No. Well I wouldn't I don't think I'd call it a food capital. We're not gonna go that far. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's interesting
0: because Thunder Bay, for instance, also slightly remote, uh, has an excellent food
1: scene. Yeah. I've never been, but I believe it.
0: Yeah, it's true. So why did you come to, uh, to Ottawa?
1: To study psychology. Um, I did three years of psychology, and then I dropped out and did music for a bit and worked. Right. University of Ottawa? At Carleton. 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 And then I went, I went back to do a degree in music, which right. seemed more fitting. And uh,
0: here, many of us know you as being someone who sings with fevers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and fevers is is doing pretty well. But this is uh, tonight. You're performing solo. Yeah, yeah. And so, is that something that you prefer? Which which do you prefer the the full band or solo singing?
1: Well, I, I love performing with Fevers, uh, but I do I, I I do prefer prefer performing by myself just because um, the way my songwriting is different than Fevers. Fevers in Fevers, Colin and Jim are the main songwriters, mm-hmm. and I have a say, of course, about like how the song. Uh, is written and you know the lyrics. I want to believe what I'm singing when I'm performing Fever's songs, but it's not really my voice being right, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, so
0: yeah, and so this is much more what you feel is more genuine to who you are, yeah, this evening, yeah. And so, uh, and when people were to listen to your stuff, is it just tell them a little bit about the piano, guitar,
1: yeah, um, it's kind of a mixture of things on my EP. It's it is. Guitar, like a band, there's guitar, drum, and bass with a bit of electronic elements, like synthesizer. Mm-hmm. I mainly write pop songs with an R and B and soul influence. Um, but tonight, I'll be I'll be performing those songs. I'll also be performing s- some piano songs that I don't normally perform because right. they're more like kind of just my bedroom songs that I right. write um, in a more intimate setting.
0: And so, are you of the school? There seems to be um, something that. Uh, technologically why techn- technologically people are able to record their own stuff are you doing that at this point or are you the, when you say your EP was that something that you recorded on your own or are you um, uh, in a studio with that
1: I went to the studio for that there yeah. was one song I, I recorded with a friend or um, and we recorded that at home that's a song O Yeah. but everything else I recorded live off the floor um, right. in a studio so but tell
0: I- people what that means live off the floor
1: it just means the song recorded, You so you play the song live with the band in one take.
0: Right. Versus what? What would be another ex- what?
1: Another example, or another way to record is to kind of, you know, the drummer lays down the drum track, and then the, the basses will play on top of that, and it's all kind of like these separated... They layer it. Yeah, they layer it, yeah. Live off the floor means you're all playing at once, and it's you play the song from start to finish, and you can make edits. Like, mm. I, I read you the vocals for that. Right. But, um...
0: And which do you prefer?
1: Live off the floor. Yeah? It's right? also more cost efficient because, sure. you know, you just rehearse a couple of times with your band and then you go in the studio, you know, for an hour or two to record a song and that's it. And Perfect.
0: so why do you think that the, the industry started doing tracking, this layered tracking?
1: It's a good way to produce, like if you want to like find detail, produce every sound. Right. You can really polish your sound that way um i think live off the floor there's like an authenticity you get an authenticity with that that you wouldn't get over layered right. layered recordings
0: now i said i wasn't going to talk to you much about music and here we are <laughs> talking you know, about, music. about music so um you i'm going to go back to sudbury for, for a second so you grew up in sudbury and then you came here to school and so if you were to say to somebody um i'm going home for thanksgiving where's home Sudbury. Sudbury. Yeah. So your family's still in Sudbury?
1: My parents are. My sister is in like the GTA. Right. She's moving around in there. Um, yeah.
0: So you still have strong ties to Sudbury. and I do. Do you sort of feel like that's where your, your heart lies? If you could, would you still live there?
1: I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. And I love visiting. And I do. But I don't think I'd want to. I don't know. I don't know. I feel kind of in a state of flux right now. I don't know where I want to settle, Right. but uh, I do want to be close to my family. So that might be. What's your favorite childhood memory? Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Just, just (laughs) when I say that to you, what is, what comes to mind? What leads to mind?
1: Um, probably playing in my backyard or playing at camp. Yeah. Just like running around in the woods and building tree houses. And
0: now I would say there's a considerable age difference between us, Mm -hmm. but um, that running around in the woods thing is something when when you talk to people, um, and I wonder if kids today are gonna get a chance to do that. It seems it seems so much more controlled than when we were kids and were sort of yeah. running around like hooligans and waiting until the the land, the you know, the street lights came on or something uh, to go home. I grew up on a farm. Did you go on a farm or in town?
1: Uh, it was in the suburbs, but like we lived right in front of a forest. So we had a forest behind our house. And, right. And um,
0: a little bit more freedom than than
1: Maybe. the quote unquote helicopter parent, right? <laughs> yeah no there's there's some, yeah, yeah, I think I enjoyed my, I enjoyed my freedom. my parents, like in the summer, we weren't allowed to play inside unless it was raining. so yeah. we would like have to go outside. and we made friends with people in the area, so there was like a sense of community. and yeah.
0: and it's interesting when I ask people that very often their answers are about being outside.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, that there's something that, that we are very connected to about being outside and, and running around. And, and I don't know, maybe it's because we don't get to do that as much as adults.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Actually, just recently, going back to my music, I wrote a song about our inner, like reconnecting with my inner child mm. and how, like, you know, we get so, we have a self critical voice that kind of is good and useful for helping us grow and become better people. And, function well in society, but sometimes that like self-critical voice can be too much of a disciplinarian and we lose sight of our inner child and Mm -hmm. our inner children. They're just, we just want to play. They're not like kids just want to play and explore and learn and have fun. And all they need is like like, gentle guidance and compassion. And sometimes we don't allow ourselves that, so. Are you someone who uh, likes to try new things? Yeah. I, I, well, I like to believe I'm someone who right. to things.
0: So if you were, you know, because it's a, a bit of a mindset to decide that you're going to try new things, which I think some of, some of that exploring and learning has to do with as we get to be adults, we do only the same things that we do all the time. And sometimes um, just to try something, you mm-hmm. know, and it could be something mundane. Like, for instance, um, the other day I tried a Chinese foot massage. Oh, what
1: was that yeah. like?
0: It was amazing. Good. Yeah, I would recommend everyone try that. But it's one, it's one of those things that it was, I was in Toronto on Spadina and there was just all those signs that said foot massage, $30. So I thought, oh, I'll give that a try. And, but it's not, it was so out of my norm, but it felt like that kid thing again, when you're just sort of exploring yeah. the world in a different way. So have you, have you tried anything new lately? Um, or would you like to? What would you something?
1: i d- I decided I'm going to try. I'm going to take dance lessons. In, oh, nice. Like fall. formal dance lessons no, or no, no, like no, tap
0: no. dance lessons?
1: Well, no. See, I have mixed feelings cuz I I want to oh. I want to take dances at uh, the Flavor Factory, but they specialize in, in urban dance. Mm-hmm. So I have mixed feelings like I want to I don't want to do ballet or like um tap dance, but I want to yeah. but I also don't want to like appropriate like a culture that's not mine. So I'm I have mixed feelings about taking urban dance classes, but i'm I'm that's something I want to do.
0: Well, and sometimes I think there's a difference between just learning and enjoying a and culture. Then, yeah and then versus you showing up and and expressing it as your art form on exactly. stage. So I think that's where the for me anyways, that's where a line becomes of um, but I think that that artistically for sure that those parts of of different cultures are things that are supposed to be shared.
1: yeah, okay. Yeah, then it's done. I'm it's gonna, done. I'm gonna You're going to go class. take some
0: urban dance classes. Excellent. And then the next time we're here, we can discuss how much you enjoyed your urban dance classes. Okay, good. Yeah, but I think sometimes I think with dance, uh, I've heard that, that people say I don't want to take ballet or I don't want to take tap. But I think it might be the sort of pedagogical side of dance.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not
0: entirely sure if it's that's true or not. But it seems like those are the foundations, the fundamentals is you learn to do those weird things in ballet yeah and like with how to
1: hold how to like hold position your body and use activate those muscles and yeah yeah you're you're right but
0: do you feel ballet. like those muscles are activated because I don't no. no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that my legs don't turn out like they no. sort of Mm-mm. no so um, you, you mentioned a sister in Toronto is that your only sibling
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah yes. and so are you the older or younger youngest you're the mm-hmm. youngest well, the
1: younger one yeah
0: yes and would you say that would your really close friends and your sister, would they say that you are the youngest as far as that sort of stereotypical
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm definitely a little more experimental and like off the rails, or was at one point than my sister. Yeah. Right. I don't what know. Of, I don't if know if how the that s- makes you young like the younger sibling is somehow more like the dysfunctional one. <laughs> but well, I think not-
0: that it's interesting when there's two, because there's no, like middle child, for instance, has a very, uh, people have a very sort of idea of the middle child. And then the older one is supposed to be slightly more responsible. I think. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's yeah. it. She is a lot more responsible than me. Right. Well, I'm learning. I'm growing. She's also older. So she's right. had like more <laughs> life experience. She's had more time to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so is she in music? No, she does play music uh, for fun. Right. But she, she's a she's an academic. She was doing her PhD in in public history. Now she kind of switched gears and right. she's doing her MSW. So
0: so she's taking the serious things seriously, being yeah. the more serious, being the right? well. She
1: she also has fun and she's not like a robot. But. <laughs>
0: no, but there's a fair. I guess my comment is more that the the discipline that it takes to go through with a PhD or an MSW oh, yeah. or those sort of oh yeah that kind of level of academic discipline is. Uh, is significant, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. Um, so what is the best show you've ever played? Oh, wow. And so, you know, and you define what best is.
1: I, well, the one I can think of right now is probably my EP release.
0: Mm.
1: It was pretty low-key, like it was just at Pressed Cafe, and um, I wasn't expecting, you know, I would have been happy with like 30 people showing up, but it filled up. It was mm-hmm. actually over capacity, and... Um, It was just such good energy all night and I was so happy and I felt like I was able to kind of like let that filter and wall down and just kind of be very authentic on stage. And that was, I think, really rewarding because it it was well received and that felt good.
0: When was the first time you were on stage?
1: The first time? Yeah. Um, Well, I guess I did a piano recital when I was like, eight or nine or something.
0: It, was it terrifying or did you did you just no, love it? You're jam. like, this is my jam.
1: This is my jam. I, love, yeah. I loved, I used to perform for my family all the time. Just like my parents got me like a little, like, like plastic microphone and yeah. I would like sing songs in the living room at Christmas.
0: There's a whole group of people out there listening right now who are sweating at the <laughs> idea of doing a piano <laughs> recital when they were nine and you were like, this is awesome.
1: Yeah, right? Cause I, yeah, you're so young and eager to explore Mm. yeah it was good great
0: well and, and uh, I find that um, artists who come here artists who have crossed my career that every single time they get on stage uh, they get a little bit more of something a little bit better or they learn something about themselves or they get something there's a you know and I shouldn't say every single time sure everyone it's like going to work and saying that, that you experience something different every day I don't think that's the case but um you know, the, this idea of performance is so key to, in my opinion, of what makes great artists, great great musicians and, and, and uh, singer-songwriters. Is that something that you would agree with?
1: Yeah. And I also, well, it's, yeah, it's a personal thing, too. I think the more you work on yourself and, you know, all your insecurities and, like, fears and the more you, like, push yourself through that, the better better performance you can give and you know the more authentic you are on stage the more the more people receive that and the better it feels for everyone Mm -hmm. I think so for me that's that's been a a challenge is working through my own insecurities like outside of performance outside of like my musicianship just to be more comfortable and authentic in everything I do and part of that is like performance too right yeah
0: Great. Well, I hope you have a great time tonight. Thank you. So, this is not your first time at the fourth stage. No, it's not. This is how many times? Is this is second, third time? Third,
1: fourth? I played with Fever's, I think, once. And then I opened for Louis Philippe Robillard like years ago, maybe. Right. I want to say in the like. In the
0: old fourth stage? Old
1: fourth stage. Yeah. And then I opened for the Joni thing. Right. So, yeah, so this is my fourth this is, time.
0: This After is your time. third time in the new space? Yes, third time in the new the space. With all the bells and whistles and. <laughs> The great sound guys and yeah. yeah yeah we'll have a great show tonight and thanks so much for coming by to talk to me
1: thank you thanks so much.
0: Thanks for listening to We Love Canadian Music. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast. We hope you'll give NAC Presents a like on Facebook and find us online by searching for NAC Presents. This has been a National Arts Centre podcast produced in Ottawa by NAC New Media. Send us your comments and questions. Email us at nacpodcasts at gmail.com. Visit the podcast section of the iTunes store where you can rate and comment on this podcast. We love to hear from you. Remember, you can find more great NAC podcasts at necpodcast.ca or search on National Art Centre on iTunes and subscribe for free. Until next time, goodbye from Canada's National Arts Centre.